Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. So maybe uh, continuing a little bit on the last uh, theme brought up earlier with the exploration of thought and um, uh, the perception, conception of uh, I in the middle of uh, every phenomena. If you want to um, explore this uh, a little bit, play with this. In uh, meditation, uh, we're going to sit together for maybe 20, 20 or so minutes as we start the afternoon. Um, one uh, kind of um, described as a wise view, a wise view. So there's the technique of meditation, but there's also the kind of uh, the view, the understanding, how we understand uh, uh, or perceive things happening. So one of the ways is um, one term that is used is Dhamma Vichaya, investigation of phenomena. And the, the angle here seems to suggest that um, as we sit here, uh, if we want to, we could uh, let go of the reference point of I in terms of what's happening, but more like uh, an exploration of uh, nature, nature, human nature. So um, as we're sitting here, you know, I could think my breath, but also breathing is happening. So there's a little bit of a switch of the angle of looking at things. It's not so much I'm agitated, but more, oh, agitation. Seeing as things as phenomena that happen uh, in nature. And that's uh, one kind of an angle of um, one way we could perceive what's happening or get interested in that. Um, So, uh, ways that I've been touched by this exploration for me um, would be to, um, you know, I go from the um, kind of perception, conception that these are my hands resting here, my hands. It's totally valid. Uh, but then at some point, oh, there's just uh, heat or tingling. And not so clear that it... Uh, Maybe there's another view possible that tingling is happening, uh, heat is happening. How can we absolutely own heat or tingling? Or maybe with thoughts, I notice that thoughts land uninvited, unprompted. I don't know if it does happen to you also, you know. Uh, and so some seems like I am thinking them and some seem like they're offered from... <laughs> somewhere, you know. Sometimes uh, I personally would like if there was no comment in the meditation, but it seems like it's going to comment <laughs> about what's <laughs> happening, you know. So it's, uh, it's seen, it can be seen as, oh, this is a phenomena happening in uh, nature. So all this is tricky. It has traps in it, uh, ways that one could uh, 
you know, it would not be helpful. But there's also um, some richness possible in that exploration. If you resonate with this, are interested in that. And so maybe just for the few first minutes, I'll try a little something, a little guidance around this and see if you want to explore this or not. Totally free here. Oh, no, but you'll make your decision. So I, you can have me be a voice in the background, you know. Uh, so could that work in this way? Yeah, exactly. S stay with uh, me or let's travel together. <laughs> just uh, abandon me and go on your <laughs> on exploration. I'll be fine in, the, in this case. <laughs> Good. One way uh, in the text that is presented uh, very early on is uh, as we sit, uh, we might notice that there, there is a body sitting here. Just another angle, there is a body sitting here. It's breathing. There is life happening. Sounds being heard. The Buddha compared the, the experience of the body to um, foam by the side of a, the ocean or a river. Maybe um, inviting us to see uh, the body as nature, made by nature, supported by nature maybe belonging to nature. An expression of nature. <coughs> he said something like heat internally externally, inside the body, outside, uh, no difference, heat. Air, the air element inside the body, outside the body, is air. the earth element in the body, the weight, the 
hardness, the solidity inside the body, in the body, outside the body, externally. Same thing, earth sitting on earth. The water element inside the body bringing the fluidity, the moisture, the element of water inside the body or outside the body, nature, not different. So there's a way we might have, uh, you know, appropriated elements of nature. And maybe just as an exploration, we could give nature back to nature, releasing a little bit of the owning, defining, appropriating. As an exploration, the experiences of pleasure or displeasure that happens as we, as sounds are heard, our sensations are felt. could totally define as uh, my experience of pleasure or my displeasure. But what if we, uh, as an exploration, gave that back to nature? Pleasure happens, is felt. Displeasure also happens in the universe, in nature discomfort, could I release a little bit of the ownership letting displeasure happen, pleasure happen and be felt Freeing that aspect of reality from my identification, appropriation.
how the mental formations, the story told, the emotions felt, the Buddha compared to the banana tree, maybe belonging also to nature, born out of the soil, the different conditions of the forest. Sometimes we identify ourselves with the story told, we own the stories. Could we, just for a moment as an exploration, release, allow uh, these formations to happen without being totally fused or defined by them? Allow the emotions to be felt, to pass through. As sounds come through. Not so much me or I, just known existing for a moment. And even that uh, presence, that awareness or knowing quality that is in, uh, in function right now, that reveals or meets the sounds and the sensations, that knowing quality, presence, awareness, the Buddha compared to um, a magic show, creating the illusion of moi, I. The very middle of what's happening. Could we go so far as to release the knowing for a few moments? Just knowing happening, awareness happening. What if it was not exactly me or I? Truly happening. But not appropriated, knowing happening.
giving back to nature what uh, belongs to nature, be it the lightness or the heaviness, the confusion or the clarity, the tenderness or the numbness, elements of nature. What happens if I don't define myself by that? Maybe not exactly me, or mine, or I. Okay, thank you. 
So these are pretty subtle um, exploration uh, to, to make, to do. Um, so you might at this point of the day, you know, like it could resonate or not at all. So don't blame the teacher <laughs> or, the te or the teachings or yourself <laughs> or, you know, reject completely like uh, I think there's uh, there's some richness possible there at the right time you know also traps for sure you know um, in the teachings there are um, so the way we're going to do this I think uh, is we're going to present a few ideas and uh, open for your uh, you know uh, objections or nuances uh, questions and you might present a few ideas too okay and then, or did you want to go first? You go. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we'll do some movement and then we'll talk again. Yeah, and then we'll do an exercise again on the, a, another dance. And then, um, yes, so um, some of what we um, were exploring just now is um, the notion of the two realities in, uh, in Buddhism. And... Um, and uh, to me, it's a way of framing things that is extremely um, interesting. Um, so you know how in um, some spiritual realm, sometimes we, you hear like, oh, we're all one, we're all the same, you know? And kind of pointing, <laughs> trying, uh, uh, sometimes in an appropriate way and sometimes in so not an appropriate way to, to pointing to a certain kind of uh, reality and, um, and my sense is in the practice uh, we learn to um, navigate and recognize the two uh, realities um, so um, the kind of uh, conventional relative made up in a way, reality and the uh, more absolute, more of bigger vision. And if we get trapped in one of the two, uh, it's painful for self and for others around. And so, to me, the delicate art of uh, development of wisdom it could be a, a lot about this. Um, so, for example, I could say, uh, I recognize that thoughts land here, you know, many uninvited they just either comment or have intentions or desires and things uh, they're not exactly uh, mine on the other hand i'm really really responsible for what comes in here otherwise it could come with a sense of irresponsibility ah that's what's there so it belongs to nature so voila you know <laughs> <laughs> and so the practice of mindfulness for me is a practice of being becoming really conscious of what arises in the mind and taking care of it so not falling in the um, in the trap or the extreme of total self-identification and not also falling in the extreme of irresponsibility so uh, um, uh, you know if um, let's say a cruel thought crosses my mind if I'm totally identified, it could make me a bad person, cruel person, ugly person, you know. Uh, what I want is to avoid that, get stuck with that vision. But I also want to be responsible about what arises. 
And so to me, that's the both kind of the, and it seems like uh, the spiritual practice, if we describe it like this, uh, makes it possible to have paradoxes alive together at the same time. Like it's not me, that thought is not me or that, um, that um, conditioning to fear the other or judge the other or, you know, as in sexism, racism, uh, uh, transphobia, ableism, it's not exactly me, but if it arises in here, it's active, it really needs to be seen. Extremely important to be responsible. I don't know if in English the word responsible works here, because sometimes you, you know we might use it as blame, like you're responsible, but the responsible I'm talking about is uh, more like conscious, conscious of what arises. Um, So, um, and if you allow me, I'll put this, in, I, I felt the need uh, today to put this in a bigger, um, uh, kind of bigger context of how I understand the practice we're, we're doing here. I'm going to go like really wide here. What I'm going to present just now is not Buddhist, but uh, it seems uh, like maybe it's from a personal um, understanding of uh, why I'm, I'm practicing in this way. Um, there's a thing called the Great uh, Turning, or the um, Joanna Macy is one of the activists that does some, some of the, have this, this thought, many others have. But to me, I, uh, many years ago, I heard the description of this. I'm going to choose just one point. And it made so much sense. And it feels like what I'm doing here and what I'm doing in my life of teaching and practicing, is that's the place it has. And so the idea would be that um, for change to happen, um, in, you know, for social, social justice, inclusion, visibility, uh, full human potential to bloom here and there and the unique points of view to be heard and and uh, be able to contribute in the world the the way they present it is three things need to happen there need to be a refusal of the systems that oppress you absolutely need to say no this doesn't work you know so st you know stand up sit down walk all the different ways we use the bodies and to say no that doesn't work you know, like the uh, police abuse of uh, black bodies. It's no, we are going to stand against this. So this, if it's not there, there's not going to be a solution found. There's also a need for new system to be created. That's how it's presented. It's threefold. So resistance to what doesn't work, creation of new forms that do uh, um, work. Um, and so, uh, I mean, I, I see just reorganizing the bathroom here. It's just a small little thing, but we create a new system that might be more inclusive. Uh, so many other things that we can uh, do to uh, wake up in this way and create system that uh, where everybody can be vibrantly who they are, you know. Um, and then another aspect would be the inner work. So today, to me, that's what we're doing. But doing justice would not work. Doing just, and I think you were pointing to this, like just the inner work is not enough. 
And so that's how I view what I'm doing a lot all year long as I'm teaching and practicing for myself as I'm taking care of one third of what needs to be done, you know? And, and these three aspects has, have to be there. And so the spiritual search, exploration, is that in that there is the, the tool of mindfulness being, becoming honestly in a stable way attentive to what's happening inside myself, around in the relationship, to clarify what is what, is one-third of that big change that we're looking for. I like that view for me works well. It's, it's been uh, there for a number of years and, and I, I feel like if I remove that view, I'm a little uh, lost. Why would we just do this? Mm -hmm. you know? But with that view, it helps me. So these three things has to happen. Um, and so within that, there is the um, looking at the two levels of reality. You know, so um, uh, you know the about color and oppression around this skin color is totally made up and it's really so 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 active in an operation at the same time we recognize this is completely it's not it doesn't belong to absolute reality it's a made-up thing that serves some and doesn't serve other but it, it doesn't exist and it so incredibly exists and the dance between the two visions, to me, are, are um, what helps me uh, understand, navigate what's happening. It's totally happening, and it's totally made up. You know, the thing about gender, totally made up, and totally uh, happening also. And, uh, and this is a paradox that... Uh, and so when we're stuck in one view, you know, you go to... I hope it's not too judgmental, but I teach a lot in yoga centers, you know, and sometimes you go to a, we're all one, it's all good. Yeah, but there's only, <laughs> there's only young, slim, uh, white bodies here, you know, like, uh, yes, we're all one, it seems really, <laughs> seems really good, but there's something that is also really, really true that is not named, you know, and why is that, you know, it's, you know, and, uh, that's just one example, but um, so yeah, a few <laughs> ideas on that. Voila. <laughs> Could we, uh, yeah? Thank you for that. Thanks. I want you to be so that's totally happening. <laughs> it's not, yes, it's not uh, ours. It's uh, heat belongs to heat, and it's totally felt by someone somewhere. You know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit Dharma Seed dot org slash donate.